to the Supersize Phys Ed Podcast. My name is Dave, and I am no longer a PE teacher. I am a history, social studies, 6th grade, middle school for the first time teacher. And there's a whole story behind it that I want you to hear. And I'm, again, if you've listened to my last episode, my last main episode on New Beginnings, you kind of know what's going on here. But I want to provide more and more information and more and more inspiration um, including PE stuff that I have locked in my brain or in my notebooks each week. And that is my goal for you. But I want to tell you about the story behind why I left and the the three types of leaders that I think uh, I've, I've dealt with and the kind of leader I want to be, even if just a leader of my own uh, classroom. So without further ado, here we go. All right, so where do I begin? I guess I'm going to begin with the be, my my quick a quick bio, a quick teaching career. I'm going to try to do this in about a minute or two, maybe. I've worked for about eight different principals. I think I counted eight principals. I started off as a young, inexperienced, not a very good teacher, and the principals helped me along. I think I did think that it went pretty well. I did take a seven-year gap between teaching. Um, I taught for a few years and I took a break because it just wasn't going well for me. I wasn't sure if it was what I wanted to do. Um, I didn't love where I was at, the school. And so I went to work for my my parents um, full-time. Uh, they own a grocery store for 22 years. They actually owned a few and they own four. Um, but at the end, the final one we got rid of uh, a couple of years ago in 2018. We had that one for 22 years, like I said. And it's been a long journey. Um, I got back into teaching in North Carolina shortly after my wife and I got married. We uh, moved and found a great school there. We end up coming back to to uh, Florida after my son was born, and we just want to be near family. So that was in 2010. And ever since then, I've been teaching in uh, Fort Myers, Florida. It's, for the most part, been <laughs> pretty good. Um, I worked for three... Well, I worked for a principal. I had one year of teaching in the classroom when I first got back here. And because I, I was an elementary school, uh, elementary teacher, you know, kindergarten through fifth grade. I taught mainly fourth and fifth grade in North Carolina. And even before that, when I was a younger teacher, taught one year of second grade, but for the most part, fourth and fifth. And then I got a lucky break. I've talked about before, if you if you know the story about how my principal at the time hired me um, as a third grade teacher, but the PE teacher quit over the summer and he knew I did kids camps and I was a personal trainer, worked at a gym in North Carolina. So he asked me to be the PE teacher and I was like, yes, sign me up. Let's go. And after taking a test and studying and all that good stuff, I taught PE for about nine and a half years. And then the kind of the rails fell off and I left uh, not too long ago, about a month ago, right right uh, around Thanksgiving, I guess, let me think, right before Thanksgiving, and started working at my wife's school. It's uh, farther away. I mean, my, my the PE school, let's just call it, um, is two minutes from my house, maybe five if you count the winding road a little bit. And my kids go there, so it was a really hard decision, but it happened really fast. And... Um, I just want to kind of clear the air on what kind of what happened. And I, just, I, I think it's 
for me, a little, uh, I don't know, <laughs> therapy, I guess. And also as a, um, for me, a kind of a character study in three different leaders. And maybe, and maybe some of you thrive under the leader I had. I didn't. And so I had to leave. But there's three types of leaders, I think, as far as uh, principles I've worked for of the eight principles. And one to me is phenomenal and the other two are not so much. So let's get going with that. So to me, the first type of leader is kind of a hands-off leader. Now, I had that a few times, actually, in my career where I hardly saw them. They would only come see me if there was a problem. Um, Very little positive feedback, but definitely some negative feedback whenever, you know, there was a a slight problem or or whatever. You know, the, the reason why I don't like that type of leader is because they don't see the good. They don't see the good. They don't get the full picture. They, they, they see the bad. They might see a little good. Um, the, actually the principal I worked for right before my, uh, PE journey, I taught one year when I first came back, like I said, from North Carolina and I never saw that principal and she was getting ready to retire. But, uh, even the assistant principals, I hardly ever saw anybody. And like the one time, uh, one out of a few that I can remember, they came to my classroom um, I was walking around the room, they were taking a test, the kids were, and I was kind of grading some papers and I got a little, um, but I was, I was still monitoring. I was just kind of trying to get kind of multitask there. I wasn't sitting at my desk doing nothing. I wasn't playing video games, I, but of course I had to hear about that, but they didn't see all the cool experiments I did with the kids. I taught math and science, you know, they didn't see all the fun we had and all the learning that was going on. You know, they saw that and that really bothered me. That's one of the reasons why I left because they never saw the good. They just saw the little bit of bad. And yeah, it was kind of a, you know, laissez-faire, leave everything alone, you know, let let Carney do what he wanted to do. But, you know, I want them to be involved and see everything, you know, the good and maybe the, you know, things I need help with. I think that's important. So that to me, that's leader number one, the, the just leave the person alone and let them go. All right. So number two is the micromanager. And this is the one that um, I just had and I left. I couldn't take it anymore. You know, um, she was on my case about pretty much everything. And what really got me was, uh, well, a lot of things. But the first thing was she almost canceled my chukball final game the day of because she said we weren't ready. And um, just some other things that happened where these, these kids would volunteer. They'd come to our school, these high school kids. They were my students, former students. And they would come to our school and quote unquote volunteer. They're supposed to be in the, like the library and helping out and things like that. And, um, cause they got out earlier, high school gets out earlier. So they come by and help out. And I told the front end, the, the people at the, the front desk, I didn't want them coming out anymore because they would just come out and kind of create havoc. They were, they're good kids, but they were just dominate the games and they'd be like whipping dodgeballs at each other and stuff. And I just, I didn't want them at a PE and they kept sending them because they said they felt bad and they want to go out there. And so the principal caught them out there just kind of goofing around and she got mad at me for it. Um, things like that, I guess. Also the very last day of school, um, <laughs> the very last day of school, I had extra freezy pops in my freezer and I put out an email saying, Hey, if anybody wants these for their class, um, first come first serve, send a couple kids down and they're yours. I mean, this is like the, it was a half day, the very last day of school. And she sent me an email saying, you know, basically don't ever do that again without her permission. To me, that defined micromanaging. And to me, that told me that I wasn't going to be there much longer. Um, I did last another year and a half. I don't know how. Um, it just, 
just, I can't, it's hard to explain, but just everything. When two kids from BI got in a, into a fight, BI is our behavior intervention class. The paras, their paras, their personal paras were not even close to them. We were out on the track. They were doing like a lap or two. They got into a fight. And she blamed me for that one because she's like, where were your paras? And I, I told her. And, um, you know, she had a big problem with just everything, just everything I did pretty much. She, she wanted me to do more team sports. And I told her, no, I want to do more skill-based things because of course, you know, she's a principal, she's an expert in, I guess, everything, right? Um, <laughs> kidding. So the micromanaging, I, I couldn't take anymore. It just literally, I couldn't take, um, the, the absolute last straw was a meeting I had with her because I pulled my mask down, which by the way, the, the district guidelines state that coaches, teachers do not have to wear masks outside if they're socially distanced. I was socially distanced from the students as I just pulled my mask down to give directions and talk about the game we're going to play. And uh, there's a lot of wind out there. There was a lot of, there's even construction going on, things like that. There's, a, there's recess going on. So um, it's a big strain on my voice. And I just pull it down and try to give them directions. And she called me into her office. Uh, we had a meeting. She says I wasn't socially distanced, which is not true. She was at a really, she was like a hundred yards away. There's no way she could have, maybe not a hundred yards, sorry. She's about a hundred feet away. There's no way she could have told uh, the difference between whether I was socially distanced or not, which I was. And then she looked on camera. Um, she must went through hours of footage, trying to find gotcha moments that I pull my mask down for a moment, getting a drink or something when kids were, um, you know, they lost a ball. She even said one kid lost a ba basketball and your mask was down and, they came near you and, you know, I, I can't deal with that. I can't deal with with principals that want to catch you being bad. Um, you know, we, we, we were told to catch kids, students doing good, but she never really caught me doing good. She caught me doing bad. Um, so I had to leave. And that's number two, the micromanager. Sorry if I was a little, uh, you know, hyped up on that one because um, I, I, I try not to still hold a grudge or anything like that, but... Every time I, I drive by the school, I think about what could have been and how much I miss it and how much I miss the students and my children, seeing them every day. It, it hurts, but it, I had to get out of a, to me, a toxic relationship. So let's go on to number three. And this to me is the best of both worlds. This is not the leave them alone, the teacher. This is not the micromanager. I don't know what to call this. I'd say this is the perfect principal, the perfect leader. So I had that in North Carolina to me. Her name is Miss Thomas, and she was fantastic. So again, I this is right after I took my seven years off from teaching. I, I didn't know if I ever wanted to teach again, but I got the opportunity. We found a house. It was kind of all fast. And immediately, I knew what kind of principal I had. She was tough. She was fair. She was demanding. But you know what? She helped me become a great teacher. Well, I never say I'm a great teacher. I'm a good teacher, but she helped me get that passion back for teaching. She would come into my classroom, I'd say at least twice a week. And some people don't like that. Some people are like, well, why are you coming to my classroom so much? I'm glad she came to my classroom. She could see all the cool stuff we were doing, all the great learning we're doing. And then she would, you know, she was the kind of person that did that sandwich technique, the, you know, good, good, good. Here's what you can work on. And I know you can do it and good, good, good. And that's what I wanted. And that's what I still want from a leader. I want somebody that'll come in and tell me, here's what you're doing well. And here's where you can improve. And guess what? I know you can do it and I'll, I'm here to help you. And that's exactly what I had in North Carolina. And I think I have now in my new school. 
because I, I want to be challenged. I want to do well, but I can't be micromanaged and I don't want the negative, 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 you know, one time when I get caught doing something, when I'm doing great things 99% of the time, you know, I want that. And that's what I had. And that's why she just got nominated for like principal of the year or something like that. Cause she is, she's she, to me, she was principal of the year every year. And I hated to leave there. I just, we, we left cause of family. Like I said, we had, had a great team of teachers with me, great support staff, everything. And that's what I want from leader. And I hope you do too. Now, some of you might say, well, I don't want, I don't want that principal coming in too much. I'd rather be left alone. Well, that's your, <laughs> that's up to you. To me, I want number three. That is the principal. That is the leader I want. And that's the leader I want to strive to be with my students. I want to challenge them. I want to push them. But I also want to show them that I'm there for them all the time. And I'll help them as best I can. So that is the episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. PE Nation, you guys and girls are awesome. Please leave a review if this made you think or ponder or laugh or anything, these emotions. If it made you feel good, leave me a, a review, hopefully four or five stars. And go to supersizephyzed.com for more information and other things on the website like videos and games and courses, things you can kind of check out at supersizephyzed.com. So thank you again, Pete Nation. You guys and girls are awesome. Let's keep pushing our profession forward.